On this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast, we talk about Beto continuing his Yakuza journey, Joe's exploration into the Madden franchise, playing Ghostbusters Remastered, and we talk a bit about GDC, the cancellation due to the coronavirus, and three years of the Nintendo Switch. We celebrate the Nintendo Switch's third birthday. All that and more on this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Lira with... Beto Sparza. And... Joe Ramirez. Welcome back to another week of Third Party Controller Podcast. It's the three of us together, as we always are. The best moments. The worst moments. The moments that make you go, this is good. I like it. But I was going to say real quick, Joe, we're talking a little bit, right? Me and Beto went to go watch a movie today. Right? You can tell me that. Now we are talking about it. Mm-hmm. So there was these two dudes, probably a few rows in front of us. And you know what they were doing? Hmm. What do you think they were doing? I don't know. They were masturbating each other. They were. <laughs> During what? the whole yeah. movie. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And I, at first we were just like. Was the theater but empty? Yeah, yeah it was yeah. just us four. So yeah. they were doing so it. So they probably and then thought I you were masturbating just like. <laughs> no, that's not what happened. What happened was uh, one of the guys started smoking a vape in the theater. Oh, that's fucking whack. That shit's going to go up in the. Yeah. So I saw the first, like, two. And as time went on, I kind of ignored it, right? And then I noticed it at the end. But I was thinking, like, why? Why is it? Why do you smoke a vape in the theater? Like, why? Yeah, it's fucking stupid. You shouldn't. Yeah. It's, there's no reason to that. And also, like, it's not like if oh, let me drink a, let me drink a uh, a beer, get a beer or something like that. Take one in there and just drink yeah. it. Like, it's not gonna bother anybody. That vape is actually it's not even fucking smoking. Whereas, like, okay, it's healthier, but your fucking smoke's going in the air and you're actually yeah. gonna. Well, bother. the shitty thing, like, I, I wouldn't have no problem with them doing it, but they're right in the middle of the fucking yeah. in the aisle, like right in their interview. Why didn't you guys say something? No, they did it once. And I was like, fuck, this guy's going to smoke all the time. And they didn't do it after that. Oh, until okay. the very end. Well, but if they did it again, I'd be like, hey, can you guys just fucking sit in the corner somewhere so we don't see that? Because yeah. it's bothering us. That's but, okay. I get what you're doing there. But at the same time, I was telling Bethel, I noticed it right in the beginning. And then I just started watching the movie. So, like, I just ignored it. But at the end, I ended up seeing smoke again. And I was like, fuck, dude. Really? I'm like, were they? Because I just got invested in the movie. And I was like, all right, I guess they might have been doing it the whole time, but like, why are you guys, why, they why are you guys doing smoke? It. They, they only did it those times. Those two so? times yeah. I didn't see it. Like, it, was, it was really visible when they did it. So I, yeah. I'm the kind of person that I, once I see something like that happen, if I see it, if it I, I look for it. Yeah. Because I start getting, it just, it just fucking. Yeah, because if, if they would have done it one more time, I'd be like, hey, dude, you guys can do fucking go, go. I was go at somewhere. a movie one time. I think I told you guys that story we were there, and then like, it was a scary movie, and they took this little kid, and the little kid was getting scared. Uh-huh. So the guy put on a movie or put on a TV oh, show or let yeah. the kid play on on the phone, which bothered me, but it, which I was already like annoyed by that, but it was, luckily it was in my peripheral. So it was off to the side. Mm-hmm. Like if it was ahead of me, I would have, that shit annoys me. Like when yeah, people yeah, check yeah. out their phones to do fucking shit, that really annoys me, but it was off to the side. So I was like thinking to myself, I was like, okay, I don't fucking like it cause it's rude, but it's not generally affecting me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fine. If the person behind them, is cool with it, then whatever. 
And then at some point, the kid turned the volume up. And it wasn't loud, but it was enough to where I could fucking hear it. And I remember finally I turned over to the dude. I was like, hey, man, I get your kid. I, I was basically like more or less was like, I get your kid doesn't want to. He's scared, wants to play that shit. But, dude, I don't want to. I didn't pay. I didn't pay money to hear him yeah. play a game. And he was like, he just turned it down and then uh, went back. Yeah. It just, that annoys the fuck out of me. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I love going to movie theaters. I, I like actually. The, I like the experience. I like going into the theater. I like getting like popcorn, soda, watching it on a big screen. And if it's a movie I'm looking forward to, which every movie I go to, it's it, I have an, a valid interest in it that like I want to enjoy this, you know. But there's it, there's always something. There's yeah. never not nothing. Someone's got to fucking Snapchat something, or yeah. they want to show the fucking movie. So many. I've oh. done it so many times. I, I I I'm all for like I've seen comedians now who who basically for their sets they they force people to put their phones in little lock fucking little bags, bags yeah. and then get them at the end. I would be, I would totally support a theater that was like, yeah, we're going to do that now. Yeah. yeah. Put I your phones in here and then you can come in and watch the movie. And then if yeah. you, your phone pops out, boom, you're, you're kicked out. I yeah. would be like, go for it. Cause that's, I think that's how it should be. It's getting so, people are getting so like, it's just so fucking weird. Like I'm getting, it's uh, society is just annoying me more. The things people would do <laughs> and they think that, the, oh, it's fine. And it, and the, yeah. ironically, the thing is, it's not just young people. Cause you can kind of expect it from your, from young, younger people because they grew up like that. Uh-huh. But then like a lot of times I'll see like, it's an old person that just busts out their phone and is like checking something. I'm like, dude, you already know you grew up in a, in the fucking, in an era where like that shit wasn't cool. Why are you, why are you making it worse? Why are mm. you, you, you just, I don't know. I've I went to Disneyland a couple months ago with my, my nieces, my brother, my parents. Mm-hmm. And we were in Haunted Mansion. And my mom started, she pulled out the, her phone, started taking flash pictures. And I was just like, hey, I was getting her attention. And she kept taking pictures. I'm like, hey, turn that fucking shit off. Like, I don't want to see that. Like, because I got mad. I was like, I, nobody wants to see that shit. They're fucking, you're bothering everybody around here. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, you got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. Yeah, people like, it's, you know, people were growing up in, 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 a, in an era now where people like, yeah. you know. I would have done the same thing if it was someone I'm related to that's doing something yeah, like yeah. that. Like, dude, what the? F- I, yeah. I would get no, like, it, like she did it, like, like she did it, like two times, and I was like, all right, whatever, she's gonna stop. And then she kept doing it. I was like, hey, stop, because that shit's fucking like you're bothering everybody else. And like, I don't care if she did it like around me because it's yeah. fucking me. But you know. But if yeah, if I like she's bothering other people, and it's like I don't want I don't want that shit to fucking them to have a bad experience. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. like I don't care fucking. Like, hey, stop that, please, <laughs> bitch. I, well, I think there was one. <laughs> like so I was gonna walk up to her and be like, like just start talking to her, like you know that's really really rude, like snidely, and then you're just gonna be like, it is. <laughs> like, they're like basically out their back, like yeah, I don't know my mom's my mom's been fucked up. I don't know, can't defend you. I think there was one time where we went a long time ago. It was on pirates, and someone had their giant light, uh, whatever camera they had. And I yeah. said. Turn it off now, yeah. because you could see everything, and I was yeah. like, I don't want that illusion to be gone. Because there's that dark tunnel close to the beginning where you go in the and it was all lit up, and I was like, I don't want to yeah. see any of this shit. Like you're not supposed to. So I was like, Turn that shit off. They turned it um, off. Yeah, they turned it off. Yeah, they turned it off. Fucking stupid. That's um, the thing that makes me wonder. I was like, Why would you even think that's okay? Yeah. That reminds me of uh, when Star the Last Star Wars, uh, the first one that came out of the last tri- trilogy. Uh-huh. There's a video of uh, somebody filming the fucking the 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 screen with their flash on like that, and then you hear uh, somebody go, "Turn the flash on, you fucking asshole!" And bing, the Star Wars song. <laughs> it's perfect. Like it, 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 it leads into it perfect though. The yeah, the song. It's so funny. But you mentioning earlier someone taking a picture in Snapchat, I could have sworn that someone during the movie took a picture and you can hear the shutter out of the camera or you can hear that sound that the camera's 
on your phone make that i saw a person one time like, for i forgot what movie it was they were fucking they're damn near snapchatting like the fucking entire the movie thing, and yeah. i was just like what the fuck are you doing or live yeah. streaming i was like dude it's so annoying when people do that whenever I at least be slick about it like turn your fucking uh your the 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 brightness of your phone down because you can actually put that pretty low and it and some people it may not bother but most people when they just put their brightness is fucking you're like dude yeah, yeah. You're fucking up the experience i like i i gotten to the point where i dislike going more times than not when i go to the movies depending on the movie uh-huh. like if it's something that's like uh, like really something really good that i'm really vested in i sometimes like i dread going like i want to go but i know that someone's gonna fuck it up for me because uh-huh. it doesn't take much f- to fuck it up for me yeah that's just how I am now. But uh, that that was third party controller podcast talking about being annoyed at the movies. But yeah, Beto. Hey, so Hey. finished yakuza 3 yeah, um you're crazy I, I mean it's it was they've all been like 20 hour games yeah, pretty yeah short so i'll put a couple hours into it each day but this was it was fun i thought i thought it was gonna be hard just because it's older controllers and that it's gonna be like really clunky mm-hmm. but they weren't they're were like they're i was able to play through it it's still it feels like a dated game mm-hmm. but it's still it's not bad to where it's like uh it's not game breaking at all yeah yeah so I enjoyed that. The story was cool. Um, more orphans. Uh, <laughs> it's like I don't think anybody has parents in this in, these, in this series, um, but it was cool. I, I I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, I'm gonna take a bit of a break, a couple of days, maybe a week, to go into four because uh, I'm a little burned out. Yeah. I'm a little burned out playing this one. Not they're not bad games. It's just it's like very. Sometimes you can only do so much, and you don't want to yeah. like you like it so much, you just don't want to overplay it. Yeah. Myself, yeah. Um, yeah, it was like so many cutscenes. I started four, and then I was like, uh, their cutscenes were, were not super long, but they were long, and I'm just like, I couldn't pay attention just because I was like, I don't want to do this right now. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of stopped. I jumped on Madden. I played my Madden game. I did pretty good. Pretty good. I feel like I'm getting better uh, playing it now. Um, I, I, I usually I would do the. The training, you can do the weekly training, yeah. the practice kind of stuff. I stopped doing that, and that made the, the game a lot more fun for me. Because hmm. I just it's something that I would just want to pick up, play my game, and that's it. That's enough. I, that's I, I usually would just do the trainings in a season early on, and then once I get the – like, if I've already got a medal, I'll go. Like, if there's a week where the, I've already medaled at least silver on both of those, I just sim the training mm-hmm. and then go to the game. Yeah. So lately, I've just been simming it all, and it's made, made my experience a lot more fun because I was – it's kind of like – like boring. it got really boring doing that, and then playing the game. Mm-hmm. Even though it's, the training is not long at all, mm-hmm. that that really got me more invested in it. Yeah, like I'm 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 pretty excited to keep playing it now. Like before, I was just like, "Fuck, I don't want to play this." And like, "Oh, I'd forget because I really didn't care to play it." But um, yeah, I just played that. I was um, I'm playing. I'm understanding this game a little bit more too. Mm-hmm. Um, then I jumped. I, I don't know. I got bored didn't know what else to play i started playing fortnite and uh it's it's actually not bad i i didn't realize that you could change the button layout mm-hmm. to where you could build 
and it's way easier to build shit. I'm like, fuck, no wonder everybody builds so fast. It's just oh, fucking okay. easy now. So I changed it, and that made it, made it a lot better. And I, I, I've been finishing, like, top eight, top seven. Oh, that's cool. cool. Every, every time I've played, so... Because do you remember the last time you actually dude, played that like game? Two years ago. So how does that jump feel? Is it like oh wow this feels like a different? Or it's the it's same not, thing. I mean no? so I mean there's more these stu- they added more stuff to it but it's not necessary I feel like what I've yeah, played so yeah. far. Um, it's still a basic game. You just uh, battle royale. You build like crazy so you can protect yourself. Um, you just try to kill everybody, but uh. It's it's yeah that's pretty much still the same thing they did add more stuff to it I still don't know what what else they added to it mm-hmm. just like you could fish into the game like I want to fish but like I'm always like coming to look around I don't want to yeah die and stuff so I, mean, I like you'll see fishing rods every every now and then then uh, I'll probably pick it up later but yeah I've been it's been fun I mean <clears throat> I'm not I'm not great at it but it's it's a lot more easy to play now that I I get a better understanding like or an easier way to build stuff now. Mm. It's like it's super easy now. But yeah, that's that's it for me. What about you? What's up, fool? Um, been a it's been a light week. Uh, uh played Madden, mm-hmm. some more Madden. I too, uh, I'm getting. I feel the same way. Like I'm getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, I use Carolina, yeah. and uh, I've been. My running game is getting a lot better. Yeah, yeah, like me too. Like using, uh, yeah, but I get, uh, but I feel like my passing game has gotten better. My running game has always been pretty decent. But now my passing game's gotten a lot better. Oh, my, well, cause like for me though, it's just like Christian McCaffrey's a fucking—he's a monster. Yeah. Like if I get open with him, I've I've broken yeah. fucking big runs. So uh, with the girly too for me. <clears throat> I think just find a hole and just fucking go through that. Shit. In in my week, like I don't know, but like girly, I I feel like it's a little bit different. Like with McCaffrey, he's he's got that that uh, that Barry Sanders thing where like he's hard like I've even had him like. I, if I if I laid off if I let off the the um, the ru- the power button like the rush yeah and I get going he's just he's so fucking fast without it yeah that's how I was like for me Gurley like he's really good at moving around that I don't use the uh, sprint button where um <clears throat> you can find a hole and just go through it like normal like regular speed and when you p- break past that hole you fucking just sprint off and like you you'll, you'll, you'll get a good gain or just fucking. For for me to girl uh, uh, McCaffrey that spin button yeah it's just a fucking like oh, with yeah. him especially when you're so going at an spinning. angle and then you just fucking there's just one person just yeah. hit that spin button and go around him yeah but he's also a, he's also a really good receiving back too mm-hmm. so it's like he's he's open he's just open for a lot of shit yeah I've gotten to the point like um I I'll run with with Cam because he's a fucking monster too he's yeah. like I mean, he's not the fastest running back but he 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 trucks he's a fucking strong mm-hmm. guy. But lately, I've been getting to the point where he just—I've been using him as a pocket quarterback because I've got weapons at receiver and I've mm-hmm. got McCaffrey. So it's like it's been—I'm able to still just, yeah. just work both. Um, I played David. I had my my game with David. Yeah. Well, I think last week I said I I won. I beat uh, his cousin. Then I played David. I lost seventeen oh, fourteen. It was fourteen fourteen actually until <clears throat> the end of the game, and then uh, there's like twenty some seconds left, and I was uh-huh. just—I said fuck it. I threw for a bomb. But I threw, I hit the wrong fucking button, so oh, I threw the wrong receiver, and I got intercepted. And then uh, he, he got like two passes, and he got a field goal anyway. Damn, I did I that. Like, oh but, fuck! I the last game I played, I did that, but I got lucky. I ended up throwing to somebody that was too completely open. open. Oh. <laughs> nah, I fucked that up. I was like, damn it! I was just, I was hoping that I could, I could just get that one out, but it didn't work. Because <laughs> early in the game, I actually threw one of those. I, I, I had done that, and I caught, I caught him slipping, mm-hmm. and threw like an eighty-yard bomb. Oh shit! Then I just was gone. Yeah. 
But um, yeah, you know, I was I wasn't even thinking about it. Like, I still like, I it, it, fucking man, I didn't think it was gonna. I, I'm having fun with it. Every time I yeah. put on Madden, I play, I have fun. Now I'm finally starting to get more. Like this past couple of weeks that I've been playing, I've I've actually loved it a lot more than previous weeks. Like we're even like if you ask me right now, I was like, will I buy the next one? And I know it sounds fucking insane already to say it, but I'm like, yeah, I'll buy it. I'll <clears> yeah. buy it. Now, yeah, now this that's last month that I've been playing it more. Like I feel like yeah, it's it's definitely it's worth my money now. Because from what you guys played last year, you guys had like a really good time. You, you've yeah. talked about it less this year, but it seems like you guys are enjoying it. Like what? Mm-hmm. What improvements, even if they're significant, are things that you're enjoying that that you didn't have the year before? The, the biggest thing for me is the X Factor stuff. What that was it? really cool because like there's certain players that you you had guys that had really like that were good in certain areas last year, uh-huh. um, but the difference between the really good players and the, and the, and then like the, the average players, mm-hmm. it was kind of it just wasn't very. You know, there's there's players in the league that are that are just. For whatever reason, it's almost unfair. Yeah, but that's just how it is. There's yeah. guys that are just really good. Like some guys are really good at getting sacks, like defensive tackles. Some linebackers are just fucking monsters. That they're just really good. Some running backs, you know, you have a starting running back in the NFL who could be a starter and is decent, and then you have a guy who is elite, and he just you just can't like they're super dangerous. You know, mm-hmm. it's a big league. There's mm-hmm. 20, 30, some twenty, whatever, three teams. You know, there's always going to be running backs that are good enough to start for a team, and they're decent. But like, you'll mash them up against another guy and be like, "Yeah, it's just this guy's just fucking kills them." Now with X Factor abilities, like there's abilities that these guys get. There's pass. There's passive abilities where it's like, "Oh yeah, he's just gonna have. He's got a nasty spin move, or he's just got really speed." But then there's abilities that as you play, they become active if you do certain goals. So yeah. like, let's say if you like, I don't know what the running back maybe. I'm just guessing. You break for three, three plays where you gain ten yards or more. On the next play, it'll activate his his superstar X factor ability, uh-huh. and now it's even going to be easier to break because he's just in his in the zone. Or with a quarterback, let's say you get like three or four passes in a row, right? It it can unlock his ability. Some quarterbacks, depending on what they do, have their accuracy jumps up. Uh, a couple of quarterbacks, when you go back to pass, it'll actually you'll actually be able to see uh, which receiver, like your first receiver that's open. Mm-hmm. I think even in some, for some, I'm not sure, but for some quarterbacks, the, the ability once it goes active is to actually, you can easily read the defense. Oh, really? Like you can tell what coverage and everything like yeah, that. My quarterback's not that good for that. No. <laughs> so it's just like these abilities that just, you know, and it's and it's like some people are like, well, it's not really fair, but it's like, yeah, it's just how it is in the NFL. Like there's certain guys yeah. that are just, so you know, like, yeah, game. like you got like the Kansas City Chiefs, like their quarterback, that the way they, it almost seems unfair sometimes how they're just so fucking, they're so good. And these, these players that are really good, but now it's translating. We're like, yeah. And each team has a few players that have these kind of abilities, you know, because yeah. every team has a couple of like franchise players that are really good. Some teams have more than others. Mm-hmm. That's just how it goes. You know, if they have those players, you know, and it just makes for a, for a, um, it makes for a really fun experience. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you know right away who your weapons are, who your best players are. Yeah, and like uh, it's funny how we, you know how we we uh, changed teams. Yeah, this year, you got a uh, with the Panthers. Yeah, and I w- I stayed with the the Rams. Uh-huh. The only like I I I knew Kansas City was good, but I didn't want to pick them because fuck them because I'm a Raiders. 
<laughs> well, like, and then it's it. funny. Like I, I felt the same way. Like there's certain teams that you knew were going to be good, but yeah. like you know, you gotta you gotta be yeah. good with them. That's the other thing too. You can't just just playing it alone isn't going to be enough. You have to be good. Like the other week, I beat Dave's cousin, and he's he's KC. You know. Yeah. And I was still able to beat him. Yeah, yeah it's just how you play. Like, I'm dude. I remember back when like 2012, the Raiders fucking sucked. Yeah. And I would play the Raiders against like other other people online, and I was I'd fucking mm-hmm. destroy them because I was, like I mean I just knew you how to play, play it really team, well, yeah. yeah. And uh, they would pick like fucking the Cowboys who were really good at the time, um, and then like Pittsburgh and New York, New uh, New England, and I'd fucking destroy them just because I like I was I knew the playbook and I was really good with that. With Have that you team. played any exhibition games with no. the new uh, like because they re-rolled like not re-rolled but they redone like the rank like the 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 ratings for the teams no. like San Fran they're fucking ridiculous really yeah uh-uh. like they're lines just, they're just they're just monsters oh, really? like they're you can yeah I feel like you could just run over anybody right now with the with the San Francisco uh-huh. they have fast fast running backs and yeah. their lines just really fucking strong yeah so I mean it's I don't know it's like I just I really enjoy the things that they've added to this game I feel like more so with Madden Definitely more so with Madden than, than FIFA because I've been hearing nothing but like negative things about FIFA lately. Yeah, yeah the last FIFA stories. I played it, but I couldn't get into it. It just there's not enough change. Yeah, I think yeah. they know they're the best thing out there, and they're kind of resting on their laurels. They focus. I think that their focus though is ultimate it seems team. yeah, it's less and less on the main game. It just ultimate yeah. team. Um, Which well, I mean, you know, that's what uh, what Madden was. Madden's problem was a couple of years ago. Was just they're fucking. They weren't evolving. They weren't doing much until now. Like recently, they started finally. Changing it up to where it's actually, it's it's more of a worthwhile, like it's more worth your money. Yeah. Than than FIFA is right now too. Yeah. So it's a lot of it's a lot it's of like fun. Flipped over. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm really digging Madden, and I'm gonna I'm probably gonna be sticking with it because you know it's it's uh just really it's easy to get into. It's yeah. just something I can pick up and play my game and be done. Yeah. Nice. But um, that's pretty much been. I think that's it for me. I think if I. I don't really play much else other than that. Jesse, what's up? Well, I played a bit of Yakuza 3, but not as much as Bethel did to beat it. Uh, But, I mean, same as always. It's really good. Mm -hmm. Um, I ended up playing... I had it for a while and just never got around to it. I ended up streaming Ghostbusters Remastered, which was the Ghostbusters game, if I'm correct, came out in 2008 for the Xbox 360 and uh, PlayStation 3. Mm -hmm. And I remember getting it when it released... Getting to a certain point and it and it sucked. Like as in like it was too tough to beat a boss character because in Ghostbusters you also have to kind of revive if the Ghostbusters get taken down, you have to go revive them. So I all I remembered from back then was losing to this boss because it would just take out everybody and when I would run to revive them, then I would get killed and I, I would die. Trying I couldn't, to revive them, yeah. You couldn't solo, you needed someone to revive you too when you got knocked uh, out. So like it just took forever to like tried to beat that and I never did and I just never after that I just never continued playing but when they were coming out with the remaster I want to say it was like 20 bucks I was like oh hell yeah I'll just get it remastered 20 bucks something cool they're putting it on PS4 or whatever Uh, I finally played it damn I thought because I was hearing reviews going yeah it feels like a 2008 game you know it's not that great but hey it's cool to have you know it wasn't like horrible reviews but like oh it hasn't aged well but when I played through it, when I was going through a stream, I was actually really entertained. Yeah. Like, it was kind of like I was okay with some of the... Like, if it didn't feel super fluid, but it wasn't horrible. Like, I was expecting it to be, oh, man, it's going to play like garbage. But no, it was really fun, and, and people were entertained and watching. Mm-hmm. And even I was just like, oh, man, people are still sticking around yeah. to watch it. 
and uh, going through it, like you can tell, like Bill Murray didn't give a fuck. Like his voice lines, like th- the rumor, not the rumor, but what's been said is that he went for one day of recording and that's it. Like he only did one day and then never came back. So his role in the in the game is sparse. He's in sections, and then it's like. Oh, I got to take care of this person or mm-hmm. I got to take care of this girl who's over here and that's it. Like he'll be there, but it doesn't feel like, oh, he's not here. It's just like I already knew here a, a long time ago that he did that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this feels like the next Ghostbusters. You know, it's Ghostbusters 3. But uh, I had a really good time playing through it and it was fun and I kept going and I, I was like, okay, I'll probably just do an hour. I kept going because I was having a good time because at first it's like, oh, it's really weird to use like the, the, your Ghostbusters whatever they call it you know i was a huge fan as a kid but i forget now it's weird to like pulse pack yeah proton pack proton pack and you're just shooting with it and it feels so off but right away you can upgrade quick and then like oh this feels so much better and i laying down a trap grabbing the ghost like as time went on even people were saying like oh it looks like you're getting the hang of it as you go i'm like yeah when you upgrade it it starts to feel better and you get used to it so i was having a lot of fun kept going kept going kept going then i'm like oh shit i'm here i'm i'm at the spot where I fuck, I stopped. Like it, it was too hard. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm gonna try. Probably died five times, and I got it. I passed it because I, I finally figured out. Okay, this is what I had to do. This is what I uh, I needed to do. And then I had to babysit. Like, okay, they're down. Boom, run. Okay, you're revived. Revive the other one. Okay, go back to what you're doing. Oh, they're down. Try to just try to get them in time. It was just more micromanaging stuff. And it was cool. I liked it. It, it. it was fun. And right when I beat that, I was like, all right, cool. I'm done with the stream. And that was like a three hours and thirty minutes of like to get there so if i'm correct i think someone said i'm almost halfway oh so it's I, I know it's not a long game but it was i was pleasantly surprised like it was it was actually fun it didn't feel like man this feels like such an old I, game i know? thought about playing it I, I actually saw that it was it was on sale the remaster too yeah. and i played it originally and i i enjoyed it i thought it was a really good faithful recreation yeah. recreation of of ghostbusters with that with that castle i mean i was like well this is really cool and I never like I remember having played it before and just being like I liked it. I didn't. Yeah. I don't remember how far I got. I don't think I got very far into it. But I mean, because it is it is difficult. There's yeah. that difficulty curve goes up. Uh-huh. But um, I remember playing it and just being like I was I was really I was impressed at the time. I thought it was really cool. I yeah. mean, for a cheap buy, I I would totally yeah I would I would totally fucking do that. Yeah, I highly recommend it. I, I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was really cool. Um, <clears throat> another game I ended up picking up uh, this week. And I was looking forward to it, but I'm hearing now it's hard to find. Like, people are just buying it, and, and there's not that many copies out. But I'm pretty sure Capcom will re-release, like, a ton of copies of this later on. Uh, the Mega Man Zero Collection, oh, that yeah. was for the Game Boy Advance. So it was uh, Zero, One, Two, Three, and 4, and then you get the ZX games and ZX Advance on the DS. So you have all those games for just 30 bucks. On so Switch? 30, yeah, on Switch. Uh, Switch, PS4, and Xbox oh. One. Um, but go, I never played those. But what I what I heard a lot about is like it's like Mega Man. But it's a bit different. Um, so going through it, it was just like kind of more getting the hang of it. It is very Mega Man, but it's kind of its own thing. Um, you're able to use um, Zero Sword, but also Gun. So it's a mixture of both. But you can actually map the controller to kind of just make the the sword like. R1 and then uh, B is going to be your shooting. But you can use the other, which is down in B, which is, I was like, oh, that's just too hard to use this. Weird, yeah. knife. So I'm just going to, I'm going to do it that way. So I've gotten the hang of it. So the, on the Game Boy, it was down in B for the knife? Or you can map it to the to the triggers because the Advance had the two oh, left yeah, and right yeah. trigger. 
So I mapped it that way. But yeah, it felt really good. And, and they kind of, what they did with the the versions, the collection, is now there's actually, they put in save points in in certain locations. So when you start the game, you can start the game if you want. Regular mode where it's like, if you die, you only have four lives, you have to start all over again. Where if you pick the other mode, which I forget what it was, which I chose because I was like, I don't want to have to constantly do it over and over and over again. It chooses locations throughout the level to save, so you'll continue off of that point, but you won't waste any lives. So it's just like reloading a save point that you make randomly, yeah. like whenever you play like emulators and stuff, that's, yeah, yeah. that's what it does. So that's really cool, because I kept dying so many times in boss fights, but it's like, oh, you still have four lives, and I'm just like, oh, man, I'm going to lose these lives, but then I notice it's always four. It's whatever was saved before then. Oh, okay. It doesn't overwrite, doesn't do that. You're saved there. If you die in regular gameplay and continue, then yeah, you lost a life. So um, this game, the collection, I went through it a, a couple of them playing through it. It's really nice. I like what they did with it, uh, the changes. I can't really compare them to the original, but I'm, I've been realizing that um, I am no longer uh, have the reflexes I had as a child because there's just moments where I'm dying and I go, I didn't, I wasn't fast enough to hit the dash button, but I knew I was supposed to hit it now. Like my reflexes just are not as fast. So I'm like, oh yeah, I'm dying now. <laughs> I'm getting older. But no, it was, it was a really nice collection. Uh, it, it's fun and there's a lot of it too. But uh, it, it's, I'm enjoying it. Being like, enjoying all the Mega Mans. It's something a little bit different, but very similar to Mega Man. So if you can find it, I recommend uh, picking it up and playing it. But yeah, those were the games I played this week. And to answer your question, Joe, the movie that me and Bethel watched today was Birds of Prey. Oh, okay. And the fabulous something. Well, they changed the name. Right? I Quinn. think it's Harley Quinn. No, it's now, Harley right? Quinn and the Birds of Prey or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Emancipation of Mimi. Yeah, there you go. Emancipation of Mimi. It was good. I had a good what time. Heard. Yeah. yeah that's a and that's a big turnaround from that trailer that yeah. was garbage. That, that trailer, trailer was hot yeah, fucking garbage. And I, all I've heard was like, it's, I've heard nothing but good things about it. Ewan McGregor was really good as Black Mask. Like, because when I saw he was in, I was like, oh, I like Ewan McGregor. But that first trailer, I'm like, he, he's playing Black Mask, but he's not Black Mask. But when you watch the movie, you're like, this is a cool version of Black Mask. It's actually kind of cool. That, and, and it sucks in a way that, that this movie isn't doing well for them. Yeah. But also, but I mean, it's, it is finally cool. Like, hey, they're making good movies now. Without, Some. without ruining anything, like, I don't know what people complain about. Social Justice Warriors made this movie, blah, whatever. I mean, watching it, I didn't feel anything like they were trying to shove anything down my mouth or down my throat. That was just, that was me, I'm sorry. Um, like, they weren't trying to do any of that. Like, it just kind of... Nothing kinda, crazy, all right? Like, I, I, I yeah, always just, state, like, Avengers, the, the, the last one where they oh, do yeah. that, that girl thing. I was like... There's a there's there's a thing to doing it, yeah. and then there's a thing to being so overtly like fucking like this is our woman power moment. Where I was like watching it, I was like, you guys didn't have to do it like that. It felt cheesy, yeah. dude. This movie is so far disconnected to that kind of stuff. Yeah. If that bothers you, to me, I don't care. But sometimes I'm like, oh, I notice what they're doing, or I notice what they're doing. Whatever, that's cool. It doesn't anger me. It just me. comes off. I don't get mad when I see stuff like that. It just yeah. comes off as super cheesy to me. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah. you know, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, and you're but you're not like going on the internet saying just garbage. No, I don't care. Yeah, you don't care. You're just like "Eh, I notice it. Yeah, no, that's with a lot of stuff too. The thing for me is like I just feel like it ruins the scene. Like it literally is like oh wow. Yeah, it takes you out of it. I see what they're doing. There was nothing in this. I was just like there was nothing in this. Like you would think like okay, this is what they're gonna do because this is 
this is the norm now or you have to do this and I'm just like oh shit they didn't I'm like wow that's kind of impressive that's cool um no dude I was honestly I'm not a huge fan of like Deadpool right but I think the character looks cool I'm talking comics I was never huge on it but I always felt like oh Deadpool when he's written well in comic books he's awesome the Deadpool movies, I thought they were great because I was like, oh, this is what the fans want. But I like Ryan Reynolds, mm-hmm. you know. The first one was okay, and I think the second one was a bit better. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't like, I didn't hate them, but I, I wasn't in love with them. This kind of did its own thing, and I liked it a bit mm-hmm. more, you know. Like, but but again, like I don't want to come off like, oh, you just because you hate Deadpool. It's like I never liked them before, like from when I was a kid. But you said you didn't dislike the movies. You're, no, no, you no, said yeah. like you like them. I like them. Yeah, no, no, no. I like, like Ryan Reynolds. For, yeah. And then for me, I enjoyed it because I was like, yeah, this is what the fans want. This is cool. Like, I can enjoy this not being a fan. So I would say that says more about the movie than... And it's also just like, I think there was a lot, like in the, especially the second Deadpool movie, there's a little touches here and there, which I always thought were just really fucking cool. Like, Uh I I don't know, like that stupid song when he's uh, battling Juggernaut. Uh, It's so fucking dumb, but I loved it. I've said on multiple occasions that the Deadpool movies have done a better have represented the X-Men universe better than any of the yeah. X-Men movies at all. Like, they have. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, probably the, the, better, the best version of Colossus. I mean, he's a little goofy, but, like, compared to the other movie ones, he's, yeah. like, 100% perfect. You know, Juggernaut. Like, dude, oh, there's so much stuff that's here. It's, it's a just Juggernaut like, like that. It's a version of Juggernaut you actually wanted to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you would see him acting like that. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. But uh, honestly, Birds of Prey, I was just like, I liked it. You know, there might be one, two things that I don't like, but that's with any movie. You know, yeah. There's always something that's not it's not perfect. But yeah, my, but the thing, like, after the movie ended, I'm like, man, I wish this did better. Like, because it's not, it's one of the better DC movies. And again, like, I haven't seen them all. You know, I liked a few. Uh, Shazam was cool. You know? Yeah, yeah, Shazam was a lot of fun. Um, what else was good? I like Wonder Woman. I thought. Wonder oh Woman yeah, Wonder was Woman was cool, except the ending was kind of lame. But I'm looking forward to the second one. Me too. You know, but uh, uh yeah, no, I, I I dug it. Um, yeah, a lot, it, it was cool. I enjoyed it. Thank you for watching. Yeah, it was cool. I liked it. I was telling Jesse that uh, this movie is like perfect for like uh, for me when I was like in high school or middle school. Mm-hmm. I'd be home like during the summer and be on HBO like this movie's fucking dope. I will watch it. I'll watch the shit out of this like yeah. be by myself. And it's also a really good movie for like people that don't speak English like my parents. Mm-hmm. Like my parents they speak English they understand it a little bit. But uh, they watch those kinds of action movies that don't have like a, a crazy plot. It's just like a really simple plot, a lot of action, and that's what. That's and that's what I heard. This yeah. was it. Really wasn't. They didn't. They didn't go oh, overboard dude. with like plot. It was just basically follow them for the ride. It was. Yeah. Like a, I was telling Beto, Su- Suicide Squad was a piece of shit. Right. This mm-hmm. movie's like compared to Suicide Squad is the Citizen Kane of fucking DC movies. But not, not even not to discredit Harley Quinn, like that's way better than, than Suicide Suicide Squad. Just I was telling them like, dude, shit didn't make sense. Some of the times the story was everywhere, and then like they would set up things and there was no payoff. Where in Harley Quinn they would set up a ton of stuff and there was pays there was payoff. Suicide yeah. Squad I actually <clears throat> disliked more than Justice League and Batman vs Superman because of for this reason Batman vs Superman uh-huh. and Justice League to me were really boring. They're just fucking boring. I, I got, and I mean, you know, you say what you will about Snyder. I saw what he was trying to do. Mm-hmm. It just bored me. It didn't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. And that, But that that is just that. It's just boring. 
Suicide Squad, there were moments here and there, like you're saying, where it looks like exactly they're going to build to something and they never pay it off. And that to me was more fucking, it was so annoying. Or there was, there were things in Suicide Squad, scenes or just shots. Like you said, it was, it was so fucking like edited so fucking badly and put together so terribly. Like there were times where you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then the next thing would be, that's fucking lame. Like it, it, it was so frustrating because it was so uneven. There's little moments here and there where I feel like, like number one, I feel like if that movie had been edited better, I'm not saying it would have been good, mm-hmm. but it could have been less shitty than it Suicide was. Suicide Squad, right? Yes. That I heard there was two edited versions, and the one they chose was people who make commercials. <laughs> so the movie we watched was a commercial one. Yeah. So I see that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but I'm saying it's like that's what fucking sucks all about. Like you know what I mean? Like there was, I'm sure you know you've heard a lot of stories about it, and it just that movie really inf- it, it infuriated me because I would like there'd be scenes where I'm like. These motherfuckers are capable of doing something good. There was things there that were oh, good, yeah, and then yeah. they just they'd go the opposite route to either appease a fucking uh, a focus group or something like that. Whereas, like I, I to me, that's why I'm saying like like Justice League and Batman Superman were just boring to me. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, I know what's gonna fucking happen here. That's fine, mm-hmm. and it's not like I, I didn't care for the story either. But I was like. It was already... I didn't care. Yeah. And with Suicide Squad, you start watching that, you're just like, there's some cool shit here that they just... And then the whole Joker... Th- I mean, the Joker thing was just... That was uh, one of the yeah, biggest... Yeah. It just no fucking need for him. There yeah. was no need for him. And yeah. also, I don't like... I didn't like that version of... I, there's nothing uh, deeming yeah. about him. Good thing, yeah. like, Tom Hardy didn't do the... Wasn't in this movie. He was going to be Captain Kangaroo? Yeah. Uh, then he ended up doing Venom. Not Captain yeah. Kangaroo. I don't know. Captain oh, yeah, Kangaroo's the old guy, don't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The children's show. But, I mean, in general, like, coming down to it, like, honestly, I recommend watching it. Yeah, whether it's, cool. it's, like, an early showing discount, $3 theater, or when it comes out on digital, like, rent it. Like, I recommend it. It's, it's fun. Yeah. yeah, like Margot Robbie as um, uh, Harley, yeah. Harley Quinn. Yeah, she was able cool. to just show herself off way more. Yeah, she was really better, good. huh? Much yeah. better. Oh, yeah. Season, season. yeah. Um, she could... She could <clears throat> That's just, that's the shitty thing is that she she was able to hold this on her own, but then also have other people in it. But she was able to hold it, and it was just like, yeah, you didn't need Suicide Squad. You could have just done a Harley Quinn movie originally. Yeah. But then we wouldn't have got. It probably wouldn't have been as good as this one. Yeah. Um. I was saying I, I was thinking watching this. It reminded me it had like a Schumacher esque feel to it, like the world. It was oh, kind yeah. of like exaggerated, like sets and stuff. That's. A, I, I like that, that one was cool. <laughs> I'd say like yeah, like Schumacher. Batman Forever. Yeah, but even even sometimes cool. I'm like, that's LA, but they added more buildings. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, like, I know where that is. I've driven there. Yeah, like some of the some you, of the backdrops you, were really cool too. You want Schumacher? You want the Schumacher Schumacher from Batman Forever? You I don't want, want nipples, to go, man. You don't want to go Schumacher, <laughs> Batman, Batman and Robin. Robin. Yeah. That's taking it way too far. <laughs> whoa, whoa! Batman and Robin wasn't that bad. It's fucking terrible. No, it was garbage. It was horrible. <laughs> I watched that really movie like probably so many times in the theater. I haven't seen kid. it in forever. It's fucking horrible. Yeah, movie. it's garbage. Yeah. Even as a, even as younger, I, I watching it going like this is bad. Ice to be too. Ice to meet you. But yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit.
Hello, you're listening to 3PC News with your hosts, Jesse Lira, Robert Esparza, and Joe Ramirez. If you buy Cyberpunk 2077 on Xbox One, you will receive its eventual Xbox Series X version for free thanks to Microsoft's new smart delivery feature. As part of a massive drop of new Xbox Series X details, Microsoft announced Smart Delivery, which will give players both current and next-gen versions of cross-generation games for the price of a single purchase. This will be available on all Xbox Game Studio games, but Microsoft said any third-party developer could opt in. The Cyberpunk Twitter account duly obliged. Gamers should never be forced to purchase the same game twice or pay for upgrades. Owners of the Cyberpunk 2077 for Xbox One will receive the Xbox Series X upgrade for free when available. Cyberpunk 2077 is set to release on September 17th. I, I I heard that this is basically an initiative that X, Microsoft is really pushing for. Mm-hmm. Like if you buy a version of the game, it will carry over to whatever console you have, whether it's uh, Xbox One, Xbox One X, or Xbox Series X. Whatever you have, you know, if, especially if you buy a Microsoft version, you're going to get whatever the highest available, yeah. like, quality or fidelity game that you can get. I love that. They've already stated that they will be doing that with all their games. And they're pushing for other developers to do the same. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Especially that you, now that you're, you're basically now, you're basically now into the computer realm where it's, it's all kind of the same. Like totally backwards compatible there's no reason why you should have to buy a game a second or a third time yeah uh, I think this also helps with like uh, you'll see less remasters because yeah. you won't need to remaster a game really but also you'll see like older games possibly getting that bump up in quality yeah for as time goes on yeah and it might be an easier thing to maybe I don't know if it'll be easier but like it'll be a cool thing to see I understand when you have an older game that you're like, well, we're going to have to charge it because we're going to have to re yeah. the, the work it that involved in it. But if you're just talking about a resolution bump in some cases, should that shouldn't be, be that shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Has something you should charge for. Um, and because they've already, you know, it's one of those things where early on, like they were like, I know people, we, we all kind of laughed in a way at it where we're like, that's yeah, cool. But like, oh yeah. When they were like, we're going to make everything backwards compatible. Like everyone was like, PlayStation's got all the games, and what does Microsoft has? It's like, well, we got backwards compatibility, and it was like, Haha, you can play 360 games on it, and we laughed. But now you're kind of seeing like, it wasn't a big move at the time, but the ability to do that, because yeah. even I've even heard like, you know, with 360 games, the ones that are backwards compatible, there isn't anything stopping them from upping the quality and like boosting resolution and stuff like that. Oh, some they, of that stuff. they do. Uh, yeah, they've already doing games, that too. Even original Xbox games as well. Yeah, so it's like, that's kind of crazy. That's a really cool thing to have, you know? And again, it goes hand in hand with, I know they're pushing Game Pass, and that's another thing. Why wouldn't you want Game Pass is now scalable? Doesn't matter if you have an Xbox One yeah. S or the, the newest Xbox, you'll be able to get the game, the best version of the game that you can. It's really fucking cool, uh, you know? Like, out of all the things Microsoft's doing right now, they're moving, in my opinion, in this, in this next gen, they're really going in a very good direction. Yeah. I'm liking it. Yeah, I think the idea of it, is, like, it's it's awesome for Cyberpunk and especially um, Project CD Red, giving the free update. 
that's nice to hear you know especially someone like if you don't want to adopt getting the newer consoles right away but when you do and you're playing cyberpunk uh, cyberpunk on your xbox one or your ps4 you know i'm not sure if they're going to do that upgrade but i don't see why they wouldn't do that on the ps5 but we haven't heard anything yet but if you had it for xbox one you'll get the upgrade on your xbox series x so that's really cool um i was interested in the fine kind of print of what they put if developers want to do it now microsoft already said They'll do it for their games. So we're cool there, but it's like, now nah, it's come on, developers. Like, are you going to do it? Are you not going to do it? Putting I, the pressure on the developers. Yeah, you're putting the pressure on the developers, which is good. Um, but then if you guys remember, when PS4 and Xbox One were coming out, we kind of had that too with select games. Like, I think it was Call of Duty Ghosts. If you had the PS3 version, you were able to just pop it in your PS4 and it downloaded the PS4 version. A few games did just that. Just a few, though. Yeah, it, it was just a, a few. Them. Uh, but as as time went on, then that's when it was like, okay, this new Call of Duty game is only for PS4. It's only for Xbox One. So I think, do you think that's what it's going to be again? And what I mean by that is, well, and U- there's, U- there's U- this Ubisoft talk- was one of those companies that loved to take advantage of yeah. that because they would release, oh, we're going to have it on PS3 and PS4, and like it was like, yeah, you can't buy, it, you you, you got to buy them separately. Mm-hmm. That's the only way. And they used to get away with that when, especially with Assassin's Creed, when it was a bigger title. Yeah. At the time, they would release. 10 different versions of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you guys think that that it will be the same thing or like, oh, once PS5, Xbox One, and again, PS5 has not announced that they're going to do that yet, but the Xbox Series X has been, it's been two years, then they'll stop doing that and exclusively now start making games only for, for the newer consoles? Or do you feel that right now they're just in a place where like we don't want to not support our older systems we want to keep it going for the long run because we're kind of afraid of not everyone's going to jump over do you think it's that too that they these companies i'm including sony too sony and microsoft are maybe a little worried that maybe not everyone's going to jump in since it's been selling so good as time has gone on do you think it's that too probably i think you're hitting i think what you're going to end up seeing i personally think you're going to just seeing what you see with pc just totally scalable games okay and at some point certain games you're just going to be like yeah this isn't going to work on a base ps4 or a base xbox one anymore it's just not powerful enough but it'll be a gradual bump up instead of just like all right boom the final line right here these games only work for this these games don't work for that that's why you're you're not going to see it's a more it's going to be a more subtle gradual change like pc you know pc you just scale to what you have yeah. you have your console i mean you have your pc if your 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 graphics uh chip or your your cp whatever it is can support it you can you it's it's all scalable you know yeah. you, you get maybe okay well i'm not going to get 4k or i can't get 1080p 60 frames a second but i can get 720p and 60 frames or something like that or and, and you're okay with that you know you you it's scalable and i think that's what you're going to be seeing a lot more going forward like just little different maybe depending on the on the version you have less you know like not as high of a resolution but in order for you to hit those the the, uh, the frame rate whatever that target is it's just going to be i think that's where it's going to go mm-hmm. which is probably why you're not seeing Especially with Xbox announcing, like, yeah, in the first couple of years, you're not going to really see any exclusives. Well, there's no reason for them to. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like you said, like the whole thing with Game Pass and everything is this whole scalable yeah. s- service. So it doesn't really do them any good to have exclusive games on the console that only you. Can, it just kind of it splinters the the uh, the base the base, and and they don't. Want, I don't think they want to do that anymore. They want it all just to be one one cohesive thing. Yeah, Sorry which I'm and I'm fine with that. That's okay. You know. Yeah. 
It's like, hey, you can still play the games that you want to play. You just, it may not look as as clean or it may not run as well. You know, maybe on the high end, you get 60 frames per second, low end 30 frames per second, but 30 frames per second has always been a, a, what a lot of games run at. So, you know, the typical person probably wouldn't even really notice it that much. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. On certain games, certain yeah, types yeah. of games, you know? Yeah. The creator of the Konami code, Kazushiya Hashimoto, has died. The news was announced by composer and former Konami collaborator Yuji Takanochi. Takanochi shared a message on Twitter that stated that Hashimoto died last night, February 25th, and that the composer hopes the legendary programmer and developer continues to keep making games in heaven. Hashimoto worked at Konami in the 80s and the 90s on classic games such as Snatcher, Gradius, Life Force, and ISS. But he is best known for the creation of the Konami code. A combination of button inputs used to activate powerful cheats. The code, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, start, was first implemented by Hashimoto in the NES version of Gradius as it was found to be too difficult during playtesting. The code would give players a complete set of power-ups. The code was subsequently added to dozens of other games over the years. It is perhaps the best known for its use in the Contra, where it would be granted players 30 lives. Konami code could be found outside of Konami games too thanks to its evolution in pop culture icons. The Fortnite League of Legends and Rocket League all have a Konami code and even Netflix has a secret setting menu that can be accessed by inputting the almost identical code. It also is referenced by Disney's video games themes movies Wreck-It Ralph. There's like no other code that that is that famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh... Yeah, I was saying like I, I feel like there's I only know two codes is uh-huh. the Konami code and then the blood code for Mortal Kombat. Oh, what? really? That's, that's all I remember. The <laughs> Abacab. That's all. But but I don't think a lot of people even know that blood code for for uh, Mortal Kombat. The true G's. Hmm, exactly. No, but uh, yeah, it's, it's I mean, it sucks. But how old is he? Like in the sixties, right? He's still I, not. I believe tool. so. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's like a part of history. Right there. It's crazy. When I think of the Konami code, I think of someone who's been on the show, uh, Trino. He would always, I don't know, like any any way he would he could bring it up. It, I remember just him bringing it up. So yeah. ever since like school, growing up with him, like as time went on, like anytime I heard the Konami code, I think Trino. It's just like he's it's associated with Trino. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, oh, whoa, okay, the, the creator of the code and like... I always thought they're not, I mean, I'm pretty sure it was easy to like, oh, this is the person who created that code, but I just knew it as a Konami code. Now yeah. you have a person yeah, and someone attached to it. Yeah, I never put a face to it, to it yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, So, I mean, like, hey, it's, it's you know, him working on Snatcher and all ton of other yeah. classic Konami games, like, it's, you know, he has a legacy where, of, of that code, that code that's just used for almost everything. Everything, yeah. So that's, that's insane. No, it's like what it says, you know, it's, 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 uh, it sucks. It's like a historical, he's, he's got one of those, he, that code was like a, uh, it's part of gaming history now, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a big thing. It's kind of a thing. So that sucks, you know? Is there a video game hall of fame? There might, I, I don't know. I think yeah. there's like one that does, maybe in the game developers conference, but I'm not hundred percent sure. Yeah, I don't know. Not like the baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah. In, yeah. Boxing Hall of Fame. Yeah. They should make one if they haven't one done that already. Pretty sure they'll make one in a couple yeah. years, maybe. Platinum Games has announced the wonderful 101 remaster will be released for the Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Steam on May 19th in North America and May 22nd in Europe. 
this is being referred to as a general release date and to our knowledge backers of the game's Kickstarter that paid to receive a copy of the game will still be receiving it in April as stated on the crowdfunding campaign page. In a message to fans, the original version's director, Hideki Kamiya, thanked fans for supporting the game after its commercial failure on the Wii U, saying, I'm considering this a chance to show it to the world again. I'm looking forward to seeing how it, is measures, how it measures up. He adds, this is just a simple port. This isn't just a simple port either. We've turned the controls for each new platform and made several adjustments that should make it easier to grasp the play. On top of that, we've improved the image quality and the frame rate to suit modern hardware. On the whole, I'd say Wonderful 101 Remastered is the definitive edition of the game. So that's cool. It's coming out May, and and I think the price is just forty dollars. Really? Yeah. So what I'm hearing, because right now, uh, Pax, Pax East is happening. Yeah. Uh, people have been playing it, and they say, yeah, it, it looks better and is running perfect. Like it look really good because they have like demo units and stuff up. So that's really exciting yeah. that they're able to take the time and do all that stuff. I don't think it's gonna come out that soon. Like right. for them, like they had it ready. Um, yeah, did you end up seeing that Mega 64 sketch video that, that came out this week? No. So they did a, a everyone from Mega 64, Rocco, Derek, and, and was Sean there? Yeah, Sean was there. Um, they all were went to Japan to do a, a skit for the Wonderful 101, yeah. or just like platinum, platinum games, games in, gen- yeah. in general. Um, anyway, they were talking about it on their podcast, and they said like, "Oh, we did this months ago," and they thought, "Oh, we we're gonna release this like around Christmas time, around December, November." But stuff got delayed. Yeah. So they've been working on this for a while. So I think maybe that's why it's so soon, you know, like yeah. coming out. So, yeah, it's it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, like I said, uh, like he wants to reintroduce the game to the world. Because like, there's a lot of people that didn't play it. I didn't play it. I'm, I'm pretty excited for it, too. Yeah. I played it on the Wii U, you know. The, it was just, I think the time it came out, it was close toward the end, if I'm correct, of the Wii U's life. I want to say not super end, but it was like... Probably another two years until it was over. I was it? No, I thought it was pretty early on in the was Wii U's it? life. I thought no, was... not early. It was. It was because I remember the time it was coming out. It was like you were waiting for at least something new to come out. I want to say it was around the time when the uh, when the Wind Waker release was coming out. I want to say maybe midlife. But anyway, what was I saying? Oh, but by that time, I was kind of tired of the holding that tablet thing. Yeah. Yeah, I was just like, because there was some stuff you had to do on the tablet, and I was just, after that, I was just like, I kind of don't want to. The Wii U came out in November of 2012, and uh, Wonderful 101 came out in uh, September of 2013. So it was early still. What? For real? You didn't know I knew that. That's what I thought. It was very early on. It wasn't that that far into it. You know what? You just, that you, you, just think it, you think it was further because there was nothing that got released on the Wii U, so it was like, it, it seemed like a longer drought than it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take that. But if you if you back it, if I'm not mistaken, right, if you back the game on the Kickstarter right now, still, you get it. It sounds like you're gonna get it a month earlier than the regular release. Yeah, because I think it's 37 bucks for the digital and then 41 uh, for the physical coffee copy if you want <laughs> coffee? coffee. Yeah. Physical copy, if you want to, to back it on Kickstarter, and they're almost they're almost up to their two million dollar stretch goal, which Shit. was like an, I think, it said like it mentioned like it was almost like a DLC thing, like where there's gonna add someone else back in action, or I I don't know what yeah, it was, yeah. but I was like, holy shit! It, it's the it's it's Mighty Number no. One's first. I th- I want to say it was like his first mission. I think is one of the things they they said they were gonna have. 
Talking about Platinum Games, has officially announced its first self-published game, Project GG, directed by Hideki Kamiya. It will be a spiritual follow-up to Beautiful Joe and The Wonderful 101. Project GG, a working title, will be a giant hero game in the vein of Ultraman. No platform or release date has been announced. In fact, Kamiya says, the finish line is still a long way away. The initial teaser trailer below shows a man, from the viewpoint of an excellent dog, transforming to a fight a kaiju amid a cityscape. Did you guys see this trailer? Mm-hmm. I did. Uh, Project GG is a major step for Platinum, which has was always partnered, partnered with publishers for its work until recently. While the Kickstarter for Wonderful 101 on Switch was a start, this is the developer's first fully self-published title and will be developed at the new 100-person studio in Tokyo that Platinum is currently staffing. In a message to fan, Hideki Kamiya said, In the 14 years since we founded this company, we've worked toward the dream of making and releasing a game based on the Platinum's intellectual property. Now we're finally stepping up to start the starting line. He explains that because of restrictions based on other companies owning Platinum's work, sequels and new platform releases have historically been hard or impossible for the developer to push through. Project GG is different, he goes on. Unlike any of the games we've made so far, it's going to be a 100% Platinum Games title. For everything from its settings and characters to in-game designs and story to how it's promoted, Platinum Games is in full control. Did you watch I'm sorry, Joe, did you watch that trailer or no? Uh, just vaguely. I think I might have watched it, but I heard about it. I heard about yeah. what was going, what they were doing. I thought it was cool. Fucking fighting giant kaiju's, and you're like Ultraman, and in the it's it's like a spiritual like beautiful Joe and wonderful one on one. Yeah, said so it's something like the in yeah. that in that trilogy sort of kind of. Uh huh. Um, I didn't even know it was like kind of had that. Like watching it, it had that that uh, Ultraman kind of look to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks like Ultraman, and then and just you just said he that. just said it. Oh, yeah. yeah, I didn't realize that. Um, but I thought it was pretty cool. Just just seeing him fucking. Does he is he already big or did he get big? I don't remember in the trailer. He was small and then he okay, gets yeah. big. Yeah, yeah. In the I thought that was cool. Okay. Yeah, I, I, fighting like, giant like, kaiju's like king of just, monsters, dude. I I'm I'm I was thinking this. Hideki Kamiya, I really like him from the stuff he's worked on. To how he is, to how kind of arrogant he can act. For me, he's up there with like dope ass Japanese video game developers like Kojima, him, uh, God, I'm blanking on his name, but the guy Yakuza. who works on the Yakuza games. Yeah. But then I think like he, he's the guy that I think Itagaki wants to be, but Itagaki <laughs> isn't. I'm not talking shit, man. He did he did some cool stuff with Ninja Gaiden, like. Not the old school Ninja Gaiden, but like the Xbox Black, one. Yeah, yeah. But then like he did some cool stuff in the beginning with Dead or Alive, but it's because whatever he's he's done. But I always felt it, Itagaki was just like trying, trying too hard. Where Hideki Kamiya was just that guy. He's yeah. just who he is, which is like the uh, like a rock star, you know. And for me, in Japanese game development, like personally, I don't know. I don't know how you feel about that, Joe. I know you kind of like Itagaki. Have you seen uh, uh, what the dude from the guy that made uh, uh, what's it called? Yakuza? Have you seen like his before pictures? How oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now he looks like he a looks fucking like badass. A, he looks like a, but he like also looks Yakuza? like a Yakuza. <laughs> uh, Toshihiro Nagoshi. Yeah. That, that, whatever that and his studio works on, I'm so in. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I just, no, I was like, I think the whole thing about them doing all that and like financing, like, publishing their shit it's cool yeah. it's about time they have 
they own the rights to their own stuff instead of just being a contracted team for hire yeah, yeah, yeah. They should. i was gonna actually throw this out there too i was gonna tell you guys earlier but i don't know how much we could get it for but i was thinking because i i know the the reviews were mediocre mm -hmm. but it'd be fun if the four of us could or like the three of us and then maybe even like jess could play through the mutants and manhattan which what one the teenage mutant remember they did that teenage mutant ninja turtles uh they did a. Uh, it was like the Transformers devastation. Oh yeah, the, the destruction. The game oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably like super cheap digital. I don't see why it would be expensive. I'd be fun if we could play it. through it because I know it yeah. wasn't great. I, I wouldn't. Well, you know, I heard it was like that one, the Turtles one, and then the Legend of Korra one that Platinum Games worked on. It was just for like money, like as in like they yeah. could do it, but they had a stricted, yeah. stricted time limit. So I never. They were almost budget titles. Yeah, they were budget titles. Um, but it'd be fun to play through the the. The, because I, I mean, I played Devastation, the Destruction, or whatever that Transformers. Transformers was fucking awesome. I heard that one was yeah, cool. Yeah. It was really good. But I, I heard that it's there's some things. But I've seen some footage of like just some of the boss fights in that Turtles game, and I was like, this looks really cool. I could, I could easily see it being repetitive. Yeah. And getting old if you're playing by yourself. But I felt like, oh, it'd be kind of cool, like in a group. We'd yeah. To just play something like that. Yeah. I, I would. I'm yeah, done to do no, it. I, yeah. No, I'm done to do it too. Um, I completely forgot about that game too. Um, the. Platinum Games has become a studio now. Like when you hear it's a Platinum Games title, you get excited, and it's funny that we're talking about it because this week a, a friend was telling me, "Hey, I, I finished um, Metal Gear Solid Four. Should I play Metal Gear Rising, or is that something I don't need to play?" And then right away I was just like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" He's because he said there was a, a sale on it digitally, like really cheap, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude! Like buy that game. That game's awesome. That's a Platinum Games." title and i thought oh i don't think he knows what platinum games is next message was like holy shit that's platinum games he's <laughs> yeah. like fuck I'll, I'll he's like yeah i should probably get that i'm like do it and he's like i like your selling pitch <laughs> um but he was surprised and it was crazy to see like i'm not saying that he's not into games but like i feel like if i just tell someone like it's a platinum game yeah, they're just like does that mean it's good that's platinum metal size or whatever so it's like no no it's a, it's a developer like they, they make games but he knew, so he was just like sold on that. Like, it's yeah. awesome. Um, but yeah, it's I, I'm I'm excited. I've been getting more into the uh, the Ultraman stuff lately, so it's cool. Uh, Mutants and Man was pulled from the like digital, like oh uh, the turtles one. Yeah, like a year after. Did, did, he do a, did they do a physical? Yeah, they yeah. did. It's like 30 I, bucks on eBay. Uh, how much? It was like 30 bucks, 35 bucks. I saw it for 25 at uh, GameStop, but there yeah. doesn't seem to be a lot of copies. There's a couple of spots in Ventura that have it right now. Oh, I'll try. Uh, yeah, I'll try to find them. Harmonics, which kicked off the music gaming renaissance via Guitar Hero and Rock Band that filled our homes with rock music and our closets with plastic instruments, is back with another appealing attempt at keeping the beat alive. Fuser, set to launch on PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Nintendo Switch this fall, shows the clear DNA of the studio's older games like the original Guitar Hero, while blending in some of the music-mixing innovations its recent board game drop makes for a unique experience that looks to emphasize players' choice in every aspect. Fuser's campaign will put players in the position of a DJ headlining a series of rocking festivals, but this is not about harmonics finally offering up a competitor to Activision's DJ Hero. Instead, Fuser is about players fusing together tracks from the promised library of over 100 songs to keep the crowd entertained, satisfied mid-set requests, and achieve new high scores. You do that by mixing together the different strands of each particular track on four different displays, starting off choosing said drumline to Lady Gaga's Born This Way, mixing some bass lines to Billie Eilish's Bad Guy, throwing guitar lines of Blue Oyster Cult's Don't Fear the Reaper, and layer on the top vocals of Smash Mouth's All Star. 
So yeah, I mean, I saw this, and at first, I didn't know it was harmonics. I yeah. watched it, and I'm just like, man, this is like drop mix. And then it shows its harmonics, and I'm like, yeah, it's drop mix. Um, it's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's it to me, it's like it seems like harmonics knows. Okay, the plastic instrument things. Doesn't not gonna work yeah. anymore. Yeah. But what with what we did, and you know what sucks, and we played it on on the show too. Drop mix was really fun. It is. Yeah, it was. But I think it wasn't. It. I don't think Hasbro, because I think Hasbro was putting it out. Yeah. I don't think Hasbro showed it off well enough, yeah. or you know. But at the same time, like maybe too, like for me, I I wouldn't have cared of oh buying the cards or buying the board. But I think for people, it's just like extra stuff to buy. And it's it's hard not to sell that game, I think, to anybody without them to actually try it first. Yeah. yeah. So um, this is cool. Like, I, it's just all gonna be what you have, and you can play it. So, and how, how, like when you guys saw that, were you? Does it interest you? Something you might try out, or is it still kind of like I'm done with music-based rhythm games? Uh, for me, I'll, I mean, I'll try it out, but I'm also kind of done with the music-based games, unless it's like another rock band, because I love that shit. That's just dope. Yeah. But um, this, uh, I mean, it looks cool, but I really, if, if if somebody I know has it, they tell me, hey, try it out. I'll be like, yeah, cool. But I, I don't think I'll buy it. If there's something where we can all have four controllers and we can all mix together, like have like a drop mix kind of feel to yeah. it, where we each have our own cards or something, like not cards, but however they're going to play it, and we all can like work together, then that's where I would be excited. If it's more of just a single thing and I'm only playing the beats, I don't see that being as fun. Yeah. You know? Or even like controlling it with your phone if they had some sort of thing like that, you know? You could see your cards, you can place your cards, you can do like that. I'm probably saying way more than they're actually doing. They're just like, oh, yeah. I mean, but a lot of people have done that though, like the That's So You, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. All news and articles are from publications like IGN, Gotaku, Destructoid, Engadget, GameSpot, and Polygon. Thank you for listening to 3PC News. We'll be back after the break. that you know we probably won't divulge too much time with but just kind of bring it up but um gdc everything that's going on right now uh stuff in the world with the coronavirus happening a lot of uh companies were pulling out of gdc this year that was going to be happening around march um due to the coronavirus just to not kind of spread anything i guess people are just worried on not like having it spread like being more cautious than anything Um, as time has moved on and a lot of people were pulling out, um, GDC just kind of said like, hey, you know what? We're going to postpone it this year. We'll probably redo it later at the end of summer. So, you know, that's something like I think that's pretty smart to do. That's something that, you know, will be helpful. But I don't know how you guys feel about it. And, and, and at the lead up to it where you're just hearing people start dropping out. Like, what do you guys think of that? 
I'm just good. I mean, they're they're being they're playing it safe, but uh, I just remember for me, it's like I wonder how how it's gonna be having uh, E3 and then GDC a couple months after. Mm-hmm. Like I want to see like because Sony was supposed to be uh, at GDC, right? I think so. Yeah. Are they still gonna be <laughs> when they when it comes uh, back in the summer when when they go to GDC in the summer? Like I wonder if it's Maybe gonna happen. Then it, it it's gonna change up a lot of people's yeah. plans, of course, depending oh, yeah. on what gets announced from now. Till if GDC does come back during summer, like what's going to happen in general, um, we won't really know. But then, I mean, it'll give them time to kind of plan something else, you know. If 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 a lot was going to come out or not, it's pretty crazy how how this is how has been affecting everything, you know. Yeah, yeah. Sporting events, anything where there's a big group of people coming together, you know, it's it's getting it's 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 getting a little scary, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think, you, you know, it's, it's one of those things, too, is like where the average person with a decent immune system is probably going to get past it and it's not going to be a big thing. And, and that's good. But, you know, the thing, if you pass it on to someone, and that's the thing, when you start passing it on to people with weaker immune systems, yeah. older people, older young people, kids, kids you, know, yeah. you know, that's when you see a lot of those, those the, the, the mortality rate go up, you know, the people yeah. dying. So it's 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 crazy. The, 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 this has gotten, you know, like to where where it's definitely something where people are like, eh, I don't think we're gonna do this yeah, this yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. Also, another thing I want to talk about that I did not put in our notes. I did not say because I was like, you know what? This is big news, right? This is something that's gonna rock our worlds, like. We've talked about this on an episode. There was a dedicated episode about this. And we never would have dreamt in our wildest dreams that it would happen again. It's insane. Joe, it's crazy. Tiger electronic handhelds are coming back. Just announced four re-releases of original style systems include Sonic 3, X-Men, Transformers, and The Little Mermaid for $14.99 each. Release date to be determined. Joe, can you explain to people who don't understand what the fuck are you talking about, Jesse? What is a Tiger Electronics handheld? Explain it, please. Tiger Electronics handhelds are these little LED shitty uh, handheld games that you would buy that were licensed in most cases. From actual real good video games, and you basically—they were really shitty. There was really <laughs> nothing. There was—I mean, as a kid, you're like, "Oh, cool, I'm playing this game," but it really wasn't that fun. Like, there wasn't a whole lot you could do with it. Yeah. You know, you're on one screen. You can't really move around like you normally could in a game. Uh, it even makes me wonder why we would even re-release these. I mean, I'm yeah. sure someone might be nostalgic for these things, but yeah, yeah. God, these things sound like they're uh, 13.99 too, too, too much. Too, too much, yeah. Uh, 14.99. No, 13.99. That's why oh. I say like a dollar. Maybe <laughs> they might be worth a dollar, but uh, go to a yeah, whatever. Store, you'll probably find one. <laughs> go to the swap meet for sure. You'll find. Yeah. One. Who is this for, though, Joe? Do you think for us? I don't know. But not, I mean, not really. I mean, I'm sure someone out there is probably like, you I know, there's the, the retro. There's the retro four. nostalgia for that. Like people want to just like, you know, everything collectors new again. It's like, oh, this is so cool. But, you know, really, it isn't that cool. <laughs> there's nothing really cool about it. Yeah. Is there a Tiger Electronics game for either one of you, regardless of license, that if they said this is coming out, you would actually buy? No, I had I mean, a castle. Yeah, I did no. have a Castlevania one though. Did you? 
Uh-huh. I had a Batman one, but I really didn't. I think I had the Batman one, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a few of them when I was yeah, a kid. Yeah, I had a couple of them. There's only one. I had one. a Sonic one, for sure. For me, there's only one that I would... If they said, this is coming out, I'd order it. Because if my memory serves me right, it's as good as a Game & Watch handheld version because it took that same simplicity to it. Mm-hmm. It was... The Simpsons, because they had a few of them, but it was one, the Simpsons handheld video game. It wasn't mine. It was a friend. It was a friend's. Um, it was basically Bart c- trying to grab and collect cupcakes and then drop them before Homer can grab them. That was it. You had to collect as many as you can, drop uh, them off. I saw that one. I've seen that one. I remember playing that for hours. That was actually good. I had a... Yeah, because you get a high score. The yeah. ones that were based on a high score That's what I'm saying. were okay. Yeah, they were okay. I would get that one. Like simple I had, games. Yeah. yeah. I had a Batman one that sucked. <laughs> Batman the Animated mm. Series one. That one blew big old chunks. But that Simpsons one, if they were to do it, that would move me to actually get it because I remember how fun that was. And I think how simple it was and plain it was is what would make that like, this isn't garbage. Yeah. So that would be the only one for me. But it, it, it's, it's, I don't know, like, would you have put money that they would have done this? Like, do you really think they would have brought it back? Yeah, I mean, I would have because of their you would have? stuff like this is already... People fucking love nostalgia. Like, I mean, me too. I love that shit too. But, like, there's certain things that I don't really care for. I mean, with, like, how... There's the NES classics, Sega Genesis classics, PlayStation 1s, and stuff like that. That's that, the next thing right there. Then again, <laughs> Tiger Electronics, like, Jesus. Where's the, R- what would be what's the R-Zone? Or what was the, the their version of the Virtual Boy? Again, mm-hmm. you're talking to a guy who bought a fucking Virtual Boy, so... Um, I mean, honestly, like, we say that, but if they, they came out with, like, some gaming watches, we would fucking buy those. Yeah, but those were actually cool. And how but they they're kind of the same thing, though, right? I LED. would say I would, I would say they were designed better. Where yeah. they're, you know, like... They look nicer, in, for sure. They, like, flip open. You're, you're getting Sonic 3 on the yeah. Tiger, and it's, it's not Sonic it's 3, not. you know? Like, where this is, like, they were made Like, to it be jumps, this. like, three spots only. Yeah. Yeah. And LEDs, like, sprites just, like, mm-hmm. jumping from side to side. But then, like, I would agree, too, with what you're saying, because the stuff has evolved where the WarioWare games were basically mini games, but it's a bigger variety, mm-hmm. where, like, a Game & Watch is just one thing. Yeah. But I think if you're buying a Game & Watch, you're buying it for the nostalgia part, or, some, like, a collector's like, like, this is a Nintendo yeah, thing. But, like, if they came out with the same, I mean, not exact thing, but, like, something that's really similar to, like, a Game & Watch uh-huh. from back then, I think people would collect them, too, because, it's like, it's, I didn't have the original thing, so this is the next best thing. Yeah. While we're recording this, March 3rd, 2020, is the, th- while this episode comes out, it already passed, but it is the three-year anniversary of the Nintendo Switch system. The console that we were, heard rumors about, and then it finally released, and it became this giant success. People wanted it. It didn't become the whole elongated, you can't find it for months, years, it was nicely stocked. Maybe it was hard to get for the first two months, three months, but you know, it was it was it was a system that changed stuff up. Maybe not crazy drastically, but it changed things. So I kind of want to talk with its three-year anniversary. If you guys remember, how do you remember how you felt before it came out, when it came out, and how you feel about the console now? Um, I remember the the build up to it. It was kind of weird because like we were still kind of we didn't get all the information for like a couple of months before, and yeah, it yeah. felt like it was such a short period. 
and just wondering like man are they gonna are they how are they going about this because like you heard about it and then like a couple months later it was out like what the fuck that's, that's yeah. such a weird uh weird feeling because right now like how we are there's a build-up to the next consoles the uh, xbox and the uh, and the playstation there's there's been like a lot of like talk like within the past year or two yeah and this was just like within like what 16 18 months maybe even less mm-hmm uh, I just thought that was like I was like a little nervous that I thought it was gonna be like another Wii U maybe. Yeah. But once it came out, I'm just like, okay, this shit's fucking, it's, it's cool. And then you keep playing more and more games. I'm like, fuck, this fucking console's dope. Yeah. Like I really loved it. Uh, now it's still really good, but I feel like more like the first party titles are just kind of like dwindling. Yeah, not really doing much. There's like stuff that in the last year I didn't really care for very much. Uh, I enjoyed, but it was they weren't great. And like, um, mainly like uh, Luigi's Mansion, I liked it. I thinking back at it, it wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Like I was kind of like, it was it wasn't it wasn't very good for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, but overall, I mean, it's a great console. I love it. I love the the how how mobile it is. How you can take it everywhere. Yeah. Put it on your dock. What's fucking cool? You put it on your dock, and it pops up on your TV right away. Yeah. Um. Else, uh, one thing I I also don't like is having to go through the eShop, and there's like so many like mobile games type of a yeah, yeah, yeah. like the eShop is just like how I there's a barrage of just so many titles. There's so much like if it feels like a like Steam like there's so many uh-huh. so many titles that like are like really shitty just fucking cash grabs that I really don't don't care. It angers you. Yeah. You go, I mean, it's the, annoying you go to the you e-shop find, and you're like, damn it. Because you want to find, because like, I always go through the deals, see what's on sale, and there's always like, oh, that one's cool, Castlevania sometimes on sale. Yeah. Like something else is on, like that I really like is on sale. But you got to go through pages and pages of like yeah, yeah. 50 cent games, dollar games, that I really, that like look like shit. Mm-hmm. But I mean, for, for three years, it's been, it's been, it's been some great games. But this past year haven't, hasn't been. It's been like whatever. Yeah. But uh, I didn't really see much of the uh, games that are coming out soon, but I'm still kind of like, it still feels like there's not really, other than Animal Crossing, I don't, mm. I'm not really excited for many Nintendo games. They haven't really announced anything yet. Yeah. Everyone's waiting for a That's, direct. So yeah. my, my guess is, are they going to have one during the, I mean, right now we're recording this a couple of days before the actual anniversary, but would they have a direct next week I on so, the birthday? I want to yeah. see. I want to see more games. You want to get excited for the yeah, rest of the year. Yeah. I want to get excited for the fucking Nintendo again. You know, there's a lot of cool stuff that's out there, though. Like, even though you're not getting physical releases from stuff, yeah. I know you bring up the eShop, and there are a lot of, you know, crappy, you know, like, dollar title games. Yeah. But there is also some really good stuff out there, man. Like, uh, you know, Oxenfree, which is available. It's not on all consoles, but, I mean, that's yeah. a great game that you can find on there. Uh, Kentucky Route Zero, the that, uh, I forget what the edition is called. I've heard a lot of good stuff about that, and I, I want to play that. Yeah, and it's like the full game, and that game's been going around for years. Like the, the 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 episodes get released. It was almost like every couple of years you were getting this episode for this whole uh-huh. whole game. Um, that's out there. You know, there's some really cool stuff, especially when you go searching in that eShop. There there is definitely uh, cool stuff to find and and uh, and cool stuff to play. You know, my experience with the Wii has been, I mean, no, with the Wii, with the Switch has been really, it's really, I've got no complaints. I mean, yes, there are dry spells, but it was nothing like, I feel like it was with, um, like the Wii U or the Wii. Um, I still generally turn it on 
usually on a, on a, anytime I have when I have free time at least during a week once a week I turn it on and I'll and at the very least play some of the old stuff yeah you know old retro games or I'll throw something on and just play for a little bit you know it's just it's a console I've really uh, learned to like you know love and, and enjoy just turning on just messing around even you know it's even fun for me sometimes to search the eShop for for deals or just for stuff and see what I find on there because sometimes you find some stuff where you're like what is this like, ah, what is this and then yeah. you're looking like this might be cool yeah and sometimes you'll find a little budget title that's you know not very big not very expensive but it's kind of fun sometimes you just find stuff where you're just like oh shit this is kind of cool yeah um I just remember when we were getting all the the leaked news uh when we were talking about it I remember a lot of us always making sure like okay what we're hearing right now is is news or rumors we're, we're not sure if this is true you know like Oh, it's a portable system. But then, uh, you know, you can play it on your television. Just, just so much information. We're like, oh, this sounds cool. This sounds cool. And I remember us talking about like, it sounds weird because we got so used to to saying its code name NX, mm-hmm. and we're like, there's no way. Like, how is it not going to be as cool as NX? Like, we're going to be so used to calling it the NX, not the Switch, or we didn't know it was the Switch at the time. And then when we found out it was called the Nintendo Switch, then now you just you forget about the NX because it's that's the main name now yeah. for it. Um. So good with everything. Yeah. And then I, I still remember when we, it was probably maybe five, maybe four in the afternoon, maybe earlier on a Saturday, and we went to Pat Holden's, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh shit, an image of the Switch leaked, and it was that mocked up, it looked like a PSP, but it was more, you know, it was a weirder shape, but it looked legit, and we we're like, is this real? Is this not real? And... And I think it was it was a fake, you know. Yeah. But we were just like, is is this what it is? Because the concept yeah, yeah. thing of what what patent Nintendo put up is very yeah, similar to how this to it, was. Yeah. It's like, is this what it is? You know, and and come to be like when the Switch finally was shown, like you said, it it was it was announced at a conference in January, and then the Switch comes out like in uh, two months. Like yeah. we finally got to see it, and we're like, oh whoa! And then the Joy Cons and like. I still remember watching that press conference for it and being like, wow, this is what it is. You can't play it on your TV. It's got this thing called HD Rumble. You can detach the Joy-Cons. Like, it was exciting because it was something different. It was something new. Yeah. It still was... It, the Switch had its... It's still a game console. It was more of a game console. And I'm not calling the Wii or the Wii U not a game console, but as in, like, you can still play it traditionally, but you can take it on the go and you can remove these controllers. It made it seem like they learned from what they... Learn from the success of the Wii and the failure of the Wii U to make something that would appeal to both audiences of people who who liked the Wii and the Wii U, but at the same time, kind of like we know where our bread and butter is, which is people who like playing video games. So this is a dedicated gaming console, but can be different than like a PS4 or an Xbox One. That's what was interesting about it, and I remember the excitement of having sit, watching that new stuff. And then, like, pre-orders going up. Pre-ordering it on Amazon, going and having to wait in line overnight with Sean at 2 in the morning, even though no one fucking showed up at all, which we could have just walked in when the store opened to pre-order one at GameStop. Uh, but then it, and then me thinking, oh, this is not going to sell. Like, no one's going to buy this. And it being, like, a huge success. And it was hard to find for, like, a few months, like, two, three, maybe months. Um, and, yeah, I mean, everything about the Switch, like, even playing, like, Breath of the Wild, it was... 
it, it felt like a video game, but you it wasn't like your regular consoles. It was a bit different, but nothing crazy. You know, it wasn't motion controls with a Wii remote, and you're playing it like tennis, which it you can ha- play the Mario Aces game like tennis if you want, but that's not what it's focused on anymore. It's just mainly games, but um, it's it's cool. You know, I, the Switch itself, even with its problems of like Joy-Con drifting and you know. Uh, other things that were wrong with it um it's probably the more nintendo makes solid consoles but this is probably the one where there's a little bit more not perfect not design choices that it's had failures compared to like the gamecube 64 other stuff even their own handhelds you know but it's 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 still a great console you know and and having Having something like this where even where you get the collection stuff like Castlevania, the Mega Man, you know, Zero Collection, all those things, you can have it on your handheld and a home console. It just it just feels like the right spot to have, you know, not only your Nintendo titles, but old school titles just feel right on it for me. To me, the Switch was just, it was just an affirmation uh, that Nintendo still knows what the fuck it's doing yeah. when yeah. it comes to consoles. Every so often, you get, they have a con, they, they, they get into a little bit of a rut. Or they release a console that's maybe just a little too niche or just too, you know, you know, everyone makes, they, they're not afraid to go outside the box and try something different and it doesn't always work in their favor, mm-hmm. in their favor, you know, um, the virtual boy is an example, yeah. uh, the, uh, the GameCube, you know, the, the, the way they, yeah. they release that. You know, although I, I would say that most people still look at the GameCube very fondly. It just it wasn't a big seller. Yeah. Um, the the Wii U. Well, the Wii was a success up to a point. The Wii U, you know, another one where it's like, yeah, maybe not the best move. But then, then you have like the NES, the SNES, you know, um, the Wii, and then you've got the Switch, which you know Nintendo still knows how to make a console. You know, when they put their minds to it and they want to release something, um, you know, great, you know, they're, I, I, I won't, I will never bet against them. And the Switch is just proof of, you know, just more proof of that. So far, we, you're right, Bethel, we haven't really know what's coming to the console besides Animal Crossing. Yeah. But it already seems like Animal Crossing is going to be crazy. Oh, yeah. Like, so I think it's already the top going to be like pre-ordered game downloadable on the switch and i think pre-orders are pretty solid and people want that console yeah but yeah it's just it's gonna be insane um was there was there what was for you guys if you had to choose one game that was just like probably the best thing to kind of i don't know like the, your favorite thing that you had on the switch or you spent your time with on the switch what would it have been breath of the wild dude. for yeah. me it's just I, like I, I'm so tempted to go back to play it again, but I know I'll, I'll just fucking get lost in it again. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Odyssey for me, it's still Super Mario Odyssey is just so good. Yeah. <laughs> it. I would say Breath of the Wild was crazy, even though it was like on the Wii U. Like playing it on the Switch and being say able to Final Fantasy Seven. Actually, it was Final Fantasy Eight Remake. Okay, it was the best thing on Switch, but uh. Yeah, no, like Breath of the Wild, like a lot of this stuff, like it was a nice change for the Legend of Zelda series, and it's it's gonna be interesting to see what they kind of do with the sequel to it, 
and how how that's gonna turn out. Yeah, looking forward to it. Um, anything that you know, you I, I kind of I'm I'm kind of the opposite. Looking back on Breath of the Wild, yeah. there were some like in retrospect. As I played it, it was really good. It is a good yeah. game, you know. But in retrospect, looking back, there are things that it did that I didn't really care for. Like what? Um, like that stamina bar, and then just some yeah. of the things like I, I the agree. climbing thing, like when it rained. Goddamn, if it didn't, there Super was just certain things that were really annoying about the game to me that in, they didn't affect the overall experience. But like, I look back at it and be like, eh, I had more fun with there's other there's other Zelda titles that I feel like are still better. It did move the game. You kind of moving forward so you into a different. Climb that should Joe. Huh? You gotta get gloves so you can climb that. <sighs> still, there's. I agree. The stamina bar wasn't great, but it because you never played a, a Skyward Sword, right? Yeah, I didn't. So think think the stamina bar that was in Breath of the Wild, maybe half of how that worked, but you were never able to upgrade it. No, oh. never able to upgrade it, and the only way to refill that was it w- there would be placed little green balls that you had to perfectly get to to at least reach wherever you had to go. Now, I had to deal with that. So with this one, that's why the stamina bar doesn't affect me. I can 100% understand how, how it affected you. But for me, that was like, holy shit, I could upgrade this. Oh, my God. Where that other one? Never. There was no upgrade. It was just like, hit the green balls. And make it sure was also just it. one of those things where it's just like it was very in like just obstructive just to put it there and have it go while you're running. Yeah. After a while, it got a little annoying to me. Again, didn't kill my experience, but having it in the middle of the screen like that just pop up. It was yeah. one of those things where you're just like, eh, it didn't need to be there. It was still there even if you turned off. Because I turned off the all HUD. The, the HUD, but the only thing it kept was your hearts and then the stamina. So you couldn't even take up. Yeah, I don't think you could have. No, because I turned Even if you off. just move it to the corner, it would have been like, oh, okay, that's cool. It didn't buy it. It, I, I get what you're saying. Uh, it would have been cool if it like implemented. Like how Dead Dead Space, remember that game? Mm-hmm. How Dead Space, like there was nothing and how it was you on your back it was yeah. on your back it was really cool. or how your character like acted you know uh-huh. that's how like even in Resident Evil the old ones you could tell like oh Claire you know uh, Jill's hurt or Chris is hurt because she's slouching you know like yeah. okay I gotta I take herbs I would like that kind of turn I would like that thing in, in I mean, games where you just see that your character is like oh okay they, hopefully they are that's something they fix on the sequel you know what I mean oh shit they do that you know I noticed that in Yakuza 3 they never they don't do that really in Yakuza's uh, games if your health is down especially in the Kwame games you can still run, but in three, I noticed like if you're low, uh, Kiryu kind of hunches yeah. and you're slow, which isn't done in the Kiwami games, which I think they took maybe because it's just like, let's just, just get yeah. there. But I'm like, oh shit, they did that there. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Now, I'm glad they took it out. I'm not saying like, oh, you should have kept it. It's more no, realistic. Really. It's like, come on, if you're talking about realism in the Yakuza game, <laughs> mm-hmm. come on, man. Fighting uh, tigers and that shit. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but uh, um, yeah. Uh, anything you guys want? Besides, like, besides, like the the common, I want more games. I want this. Is there something that you want more from the Switch? Because I think I kind of want to bring up, you know, I think from the beginning we we're like, okay, what's their virtual console going to be? I want to buy Mario Three. I want to buy this. Yeah, we bought it like twenty times, but we want to buy it. I what they have for their uh, Nintendo Online. However, you feel about that service, which isn't great. I think being able to get those Nintendo games, Super mm-hmm. Nintendo games, it's cool. as long as you're subscribed, is cool. You know, I would prefer, like, I, I'll, I'll buy the games I want. But with how they release things, I think this is the best thing we could have hoped for, even though it's not the most amazing thing we can have. I don't know how you guys feel about that. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a tr- it's a fair trade-off in between. You know, like... Uh, you know, having to buy them and everything like that, I feel yeah. like this is more of just like... It just makes their online service, which granted their online isn't the best thing in the world, yeah, but yeah. I mean, it makes it at least worthwhile going, I got 20 bucks a year and I get all these old school games. Mm-hmm. It's kind of worth it. Anything you guys want from the Switch that isn't there yet? Uh, Super Mario Sunshine Remake. <laughs> okay. Cool. Beto? Or Galaxy. One or the other. I would actually, like I think I would like Sunshine. Yeah. A remake. Or just do another one in Delfino. Plaza? Plaza. Give me something like that. Give me Tropical Mario again. Doesn't have to be games, Beto. Yeah, I, I can only think of games. Yeah. I, I just want folders. I want to be able to put my digital games in folders. Yeah, I don't care about that. I do. Which, which it's funny, kind of going back to what we were talking about with um, remakes and remasters when we were talking about the, the Xbox discussion of being able to get upgraded. Today, I just made a folder on my PS4 like, oh, remasters and remakes. Half of my collection is remasters and remakes. Yeah. It was crazy. I was like, holy shit. So, so can, yeah. can you have? Did you make a folder for Final Fantasy, like all the the fucking did. games you've bought? In the like that, just did you make just one folder for all the versions for, of Final Fantasy VII so that you own? That owned? was in the remasters remakes. Oh, you didn't make bundle? its own subfolder? Like it didn't take up too much space where you had to give it its own folder? No, I was just checking. Can you I have, my it? folders are remaster remakes, which is one folder. Fighting games, which is another folder. PlayStation Network games and PS4. Oh, you're so fucking anal with the way you fucking categorize fucking shit. You're so fucking. I swear. Thank you. I would go in there and delete your folders. No. Don't delete your 1080 uh, snowboarding record. There's no record. I'd go in there yours. And de- You'd be deleting your record. I'd go in there and just delete PT to spite you. No. <laughs> oh, that would suck. Well, all right. Well, that was our discussion of the three-year anniversary of the Nintendo Switch. We love it. We don't hate it. And we just... Uh, we're waiting for Animal Crossing. All right. Well, that's going to be it for this week. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. Yes, it's thirdpartycontrollerpodcast with a 3RD. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... Beto Sparta. And... Jormers. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Beto Sparza speaking, and I am here with my boys and one girl. And two dogs. Two guys, a girl, and two a bitches. Play. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to another episode of Two Guys, a Girl, and a Fucked Up Place. I'm your host. Wow, he called your place fucked up. Ben, Ben. No, I'm talking about another place, man. Hey, no, he's I'm not talking about this place. He no, said your place is fucked up. Don't put words in my fucking mouth, Ben. You, you put your own words in. You're, hey, putting, you you're putting things in your own mouth, Stop Jesse. Stop pissing in my mouth. <laughs> All right? I don't, like, I don't like you pissing in my mouth. Stop it.